episode seven yeah it's gonna be episode seven of the closet of nonsense i went ahead and decided that in this age of bullshit (laughs) that i would try to uh (laughs) since we can't have anybody in studio really since we're supposed to be you know socially distancing which is something that is not an alien concept to me that's just normal every day uh i went ahead and got on the phone here and after some serious technical bullshit i've got trevanti haramio formerly of the go from there podcast on uh Say hi, TJ. Hey, man. <laughs> Glad to be here. You're you're not here though. You're there. No, I know. Super bizarre times we're living in right now. And uh, yeah, you and I were just kind of having a normal chat, and we've been talking about doing. You know, I've been wanting to be part of your deal for a while now, and I happen to be uh, mildly versed in this. This is what we're dealing with now. <laughs> Mild, so, mildly versed. That's not how this works, man. Right. Right. Mildly versed. <laughs> you, you, okay. Now, for those who don't know, uh, go from there. Trevanti's podcast was actually kind of a big deal, and it's the, what got me into podcasting. Um, he's since let that go, and I mean, that's been a couple years now. What, what, when's the actual last podcast, like legitimate podcast you've done? You know, I think the last podcast that I did with, um, and I can't even think of his name, but you're the politician guy that you set me up with. Um, with Steve King. Yeah. Steve King, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that was the, the the last like legitimate show, and then I I want to say I did like a little half-assed sign-off on it, but I don't even remember if I did that. I think I just did a post on social media and just called it. You, I know you recorded I, one. I just don't know whether you ever aired it or not because you almost even I don't remember your sites. <laughs> yeah, it was just you know I had completely lost interest. I wasn't in a good spot. You know, that, I mean that's a whole other podcast we could do, but. Yeah, we're saving um, that for a time when, because I, I it's my turn to make <laughs> you cry. I don't know if you could do that, but, um, but yeah, when 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 I ended it, I, everything else wasn't really working out. So it was just like it felt it felt silly. Like I wasn't even working when I ended it, and right. it felt silly to to be like I, it was it was pick a lane. It was either you know do this because you have nothing else going on, or you know do you know actually try to move on with your life and you know be a be a human or whatever. So. You chose an actual but profession, I, and and I, I mean, I came to that same. But I had lost interest. I, I was, that you know, you you had said like you know people asking if you had already quit. You know, um, when you're really into it and people are asking for the next one, that's like juice, you know. Yeah. But when you're not, then it all of a sudden it becomes this like, like self created pressure, and and then almost like a feeling of failure because you're not doing it, you know. And so that that's kind of where I was at with it. I was just like, no, this, it's not worth it for anybody anymore, and I'm not into it, so let's just call it, you know, so. Well, and doing it now, like, it, it's a lot harder, and the, yours was very interview-driven, and actually that has been the goal of ours, but it's kind of in a weird way been, been cool that we haven't done a lot of interviews. This is my first quote-unquote, you know, interview setup because I'm actually hitting you up. Um, right. Times have changed. I mean the, the last oh, yeah. the last ninety days even has has just been world changing and I gotta say I'm a little shocked at how people are reacting. Yeah. 
like I, I did, I actually, the last podcast, I, it's the first one that people were like, they wanted to know what my opinion was and what do you think and blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm going to preface this. I am a huge fan of conspiracy theories. I really am. Okay. Like I, I will look into fucking ancient alien shit. I will look into astrological shit. I will look into the Illuminati, Anonymous, all these things. Like down to, I will even look into QAnon and all these other, Oof, yeah, Scientology, all these different theories. 4chan. There you go. Like I, I, I'll go down Ugh. those rabbit holes. I will do it. Yeah. But I stay anchored in the, I'm not a moron. <laughs> well, that, and that's the thing, you know, like the, the people that that can't anchor and they fall down that hole, they don't know that they're not a moron. They think that they're learning right now. And sometimes they really you know? are intelligent people. Like one of my, uh, there is a friend of mine. She she is absolutely one of the most intelligent, introspective people I know. And she's really struggling with the fact that pedophiles are eating babies. And that's why we have a pandemic. Which, you know, a fair point. But, <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> I mean, that she literally was just like, please convince me this is not what's going on. And I'm like, I don't know how to convince you because you said that like it's a fact. Right. And 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 that's just it is do I think that there's weird shit like that that goes on in the world? Absolutely. There is. There are people out there who are very definitively doing fucked up shit to fucked up people in fucked up ways. That that's the world we live in. That's always been the world we live in. Do I think that it that this is some kind of like either earthly or heavenly retribution? Not so much. <laughs> like, it's really hard to convince somebody because I don't ever want to make fun of somebody's faith or make fun of their their beliefs. But... I need to get a pen because I'm glad you I'm glad you said that. Hang on, I need to make make notes because I don't want to forget stuff. Keep going. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm doing the same shit. Um, I actually took part of the reason. Of course, nobody knows this, and I'm gonna go ahead and blow the whistle. We actually could have recorded a few minutes before we did, but I actually went and charged my phone a little bit, and I went and wrote down like 15 things to make sure we hit. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm well, going to forget. I'm glad, we wasted, I'm glad we wasted 15 minutes as jerking off right now. But, uh... Yeah, that's, that's okay. <laughs> uh, actually, three of the points I already hit. That's what I wanted. Um, oh, perfect. Yeah, I, I came into this with a plan and a plot. And I've discovered that because I, my mind works like a toddler chasing toys, that it's just a whole lot easier for me to write down a few things so that I don't completely lose myself. Okay. Plus, when it's you and me, it, I mean, uh, granted, this is probably the first time we're sitting here recording and I don't have a drink in front of me. Oh yeah. Usually it's, we've got some too. kind of alcohol or something involved. Well, not, not, not to be fair, not so much you, you know, it was always, oh, no, I, I was almost always, always worse, had, you know? I almost always had at least something in front of me. And, and you know, when you oh, okay. slap down a bottle of vodka while we're actually in, in the room, I'm going to take a drink. That's just how that works. Sure. I have Gatorade yeah, yeah. today. I'm being responsible. I got a original Coca-Cola. Red can in it. Commie. Uh, normally, normally a Coke Zero guy, which is worse. But uh... <laughs> I, can't, I don't think I. Ugh, never mind. We're gonna leave that one alone. Yeah. Talk about conspiracy theories. There you go. Coca Cola is red, so it must be communist. There you go. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank <sighs> you. Thank you for thank you for your input. Yes. It's it's that kind um, of shit. Like, but yeah, it's it's what people believe, and it's what they they run to. And you don't want to make fun of somebody. Like, I I I've had people hit me up like. I need you to fact check this. And they'll send me some ridiculous shit. And I'm like, bro, no, no. Like, why are you even, 
There, there's no facts to check in any of that. Like, why the no, fuck are you even sending me this? No internet for you. Yeah, Go like, home. like, well, and are you, are you doing that? Are you limiting yourself to the amount of exposure you have to the media with all this? Okay, so let's let's kind of put a little a little gate on this whole thing. Like, obviously, we're going to talk about COVID one nine pandemic. Um, we've obviously you you and I are you know we talk current events here and there, but. Um, I purposely avoid politics just because I'm I'm not as versed as you are, um, but this is this is a different thing because of course I'm I'm watching the news a lot, um, reading a lot of stuff, but less for the the amount of information that I need for how I'm going to deal with this stuff. But I work in a in a semi well, I work in an optical shops, which is you know in the medical field. It's fringe, but it is there. And, you know, it's a small shop that is trying to remain open during all these things. And so, you know, pretty much every morning I, I have to, like, relearn what's what's going on today. You know, do I, like I said earlier to you, do I need to go and make a new voicemail recording for the, for the office? Do I need to draft new emails that we can blast out? Um, it's, it's, you know, like the Surgeon General and, like, Dr. Uh, Fauci, every time they come on on tv there's always an element of like this is this is about educating people because that's the main gap right now you know there are truths that are happening there are consequences and the fact that people either don't believe it or they're just not active participating that's where the gap is and that's where the danger lies i think so i wanted i, I wanted to tell eric that um you know, I, I want to talk about like what what you've had to deal with. I want to talk about what I personally had to deal with, professionally how I've dealt with it, and then just like stories and reaction stuff. You know, yeah, because it is wet and wild out there right now. You know, that's fucking crazy. So it, it's it's Looney Town. But this is this is good information. You know, I, I I do have a couple of you know theories, predictions, if you if you will, but. uh I think it's all based in, you know, pretty educated guessing. So I think that it, for, for your people that listen to this show, I hope they hang in there because, you know, if, if they're already not in the know, maybe they'll learn a couple things here. If they know, then they can just kind of shake their head along with the whole thing. But this is going to be, I think, pretty useful information. So, well, let's, let's, let, you know, that being said, let's, let's start with the facts. Yes, and 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 actually, that's see that's the thing is I actually I'm limiting myself to the amount of media that I'm watching. Like I'm oh, not sorry. doing the whole like MSNBC, Fox News. I'm not flipping between channels. I'm not doing that. I don't even actually have those things. I have to do it online, and I'm refusing in many ways. I'm reading their reports after they've aired rather than watching them, so that I I have a little that's, bit of time to to research what they've got in front of me. No, it's smart, and um, I, I didn't answer your question. Uh, I attempt to limit myself. Um, right now, my, you know, almost daily, uh, Governor Polis is having some kind of press conference to let us know what's going on. And, uh, we also, I, I like, uh, Lester Holt a good deal. Um, see, uh, NBC nightly news. Um, you know, it's, it's probably not as hard hitting, but I don't think I want that right now. Um, just trying to keep the facts straight. Um, keep the business moving and try to keep the family safe is is main right now. So, what I, I I'll, I'll look at it in the morning. I'll try to leave it alone. When when I'm working, 
we're bombarded with emails from vendors and from, uh, you know, suppliers, uh, pharmaceutical reps, because everybody has like, you know, uh, like a sit rep to, to give us. And every once in a while, there's like a useful, like, here's some email drafts that you can, you know, copy paste and, and send to your patients or whatever. So I, I probably look at it a little more than I should, but I do try to limit myself. And that's one of the things like, you know, this is, this is attacking, uh, people with deficient immune systems, you know, stress, you know, makes your immune system worse. No sleep makes it worse. Right. So you know, if you're if you're cramming this stuff down your throat and you can't sleep because of it, like you're putting yourself at risk just with that. So, well, and the irony is me. that with everybody going going nuts right now, like I'm watching a lot of people who are completely changing their their day to day schedule to the point where they're actually out all night. They're up, you know, watching TV or studying from like, they get up at like six o'clock at night and then they're up all night until four thirty or five. And they're just not used to that. And their bodies aren't used to that. Like you would not believe cause everybody knows I'm an insomniac. And so I get phone calls three o'clock, four o'clock, even five o'clock and five thirty with people who are up and they're like, some of the random shit people say are the things that they want to know. I mean, it, it's, it makes for great comedy and it makes it really interesting for me because I'm entertained. But at the same time, you can just tell people are sure. not reacting to reality very well right now because it doesn't seem real to them. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that whole, like, you know, the, the simulation is moving too fast and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, it, it's probably you. Yeah. You know, like, yes, yes, the world is is changing daily and scarily. But, you know, if, if your reaction to, you know, maybe not working is to go ahead and you know, sleep until two o'clock when you normally get up at six, like that's, that's a problem there. Yeah. You, know, you gotta, it, it doesn't seem real because you're not even keeping your own routine real, you know? So well, it's like the people who are like celebrating, yeah, people are getting laid off. Let's just all have a vacation and party. And it's like, not quite the point, homie. <laughs> like you're kind of, right. kind of missed the boat. On well, that one. to be fair, you know, okay. You know, real talk, my, our hours have been slashed. Our obviously our pay has been slashed, but I still have a job. Um, and I think because of the things that we've done, you know, I'm still I'm I'm working remotely, and I can still pull down you know a couple grand a day. Uh, not not payroll, but like you know sales, sales and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and I feel pretty good about that. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting at home pouring Gatorade all over myself when I make sale, you know. And uh, but. I do, I will say this, like, I could use a break. It's probably going to be a longer break than I ever would want. But, you know, I, I work hard and we're proud of what we did that, that set us up to hopefully survive this thing. Yeah, because a, so, a lot of businesses, a lot of people aren't. I mean, they're, they're just not. Yeah, they're not going to make it. And uh, you know, I, I do feel for the people that are, you know, in the food industry or the bar industry. Um one of the things, like, I wanted to kind of mention that ridiculousness that I sent you last night. Yeah. Um, but it's it's super scary, but then there's there's these little glimmers of, like, you know, there's stuff to be proud of out of this, too, you know? And if you can find that and try to keep that, you know, peppered into all the, the nonsense that's going on, then it'll, it'll be okay, you know? You're going to have your bad days and good days or hours or whatever, but... You know, if you can find something that, you know, makes you proud, like, 
if it's at your work, you know, you're, you change the way you do something that you've done the same way forever just to help more people or something. Yeah. Like that's a moment to, you know, pat yourself on the back and no one else is going to pat you on the back, especially not now. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're not supposed to. Right. I don't know. No like, coca. I, you know, I'm, no I, I coca. you know, I remember and and the one criticism I got about the last podcast, which is actually one of the better listened to ones, because it was interview. It, it was it was listener requested. Um, a lot of people made the comments to me. They're like, dude, you almost seem to be like making light of the situation. Like, you just not feel like it's serious. Do you think it's a hoax? And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, that's not the case at all. Like, there are real world things happening every day that prove. I mean, we, as of an hour ago, were in the United States. We're over 300,000 cases. Right. There's over 8,200, almost 8,300 deaths. That's just U.S. Worldwide, we're talking 1.2 million people have confirmed had this, and it's got about a 23% recovery rate Right. that they've confirmed. But And granted, there's going to be, that. obviously that number's going to change as more and more people go through the illness, but worldwide, 63, 64,000 people have died. Right. So I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at the Colorado Department of Public Health. So this was as of yesterday, actually. So they're probably going to update this in the next couple hours. But uh, 4,100 cases, over 800 hospitalized, uh, 111 deaths, and that's just Colorado, obviously. Yeah. And you know, there's there's it, it gets granular as far as the the statistics statistics and stuff. But the fact that it is it's incomplete data because of, you know, no testing or, you know, whatever. Um, that's the part that's scary. Like these numbers are already scary yeah. and it's probably easily and, and double see, that. I'm a numbers guy. And that's the thing is that, that I, I was anticipating a little bit better records keeping and this. And, and I mean, do you ever feel like looking at Fauci whenever he's on, on doing an interview or doing something that he just wants to just grab his forehead and just scream? Because people aren't getting um, it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he, like, t- talk about the, the internal fortitude of people that are on front line of this thing and that are serious about it. You know, like, I have bad enough time just with, like, the personal aspect and then, like, you know, trying to keep the business running and all that kind of stuff. But, like, I wouldn't be surprised. And I, and I don't think he ever would because he's probably got gigantic nuts, you know? But that kind of pressure, I'd be like, you know what, fuck, fuck you all, and blow my brains out in front of everybody, you know? Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I see him, and he's he's got to just be just screaming out, and and the fact that they're 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 starting to suppress him from the conferences, and that he's got a security detail because he has death threats, like that's un. I mean, that that's the stuff that makes this utterly ridiculous just makes it so much worse and i mean this is a guy who obviously like he's being as honest as he can based on the the data that he has but and 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 i don't there's there's a, a global mishandling of this but there's also a domestic mishandling of this there is definitely something our government has really just just fucked up on and and i try really hard not to play the politics card especially on here but I believe, in all honesty, only in about the last seven to ten days has the 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 core of the Trump administration finally caught on to what's yeah, going on. That's fair, I think. Yeah. I think they were 
<laughs> in in my mind, it's almost like this whole presidency, like how to be president, was learned by watching movies. Right. Like, like, honest to God, like, well, how do we deal with this? Well, in Independence Day, they did this. And in Air Force One, they did this. I mean, I hate to say that. And well, I don't want to, yeah, I don't I want just, to say I mean, It's obviously not that. But that's what it feels like. It almost feels surreal. Like, they're just turning around and going, oh, well, if we don't tell everybody all the facts, then it will avoid a panic. Okay, fair. But we're already panicked. Like, the country right, is already panicked that- as a whole you're, you're spot on you're spot on with that and i think it's because you know the movies it's always it always begins with worst case scenario you know and like you said you know seven ten days ago like when they finally started doing something it was already as bad as it's gonna get you know now they want to you know put the things in place you know the restrictions you know it's already too late not only know? is it too late is it too late i mean they they stopped tracking the disease here in the united states here a couple weeks ago the only way to re- to actually contain any pandemic, any epidemic, is to track it. Geographical profiling is the only way to do that. The same as it's the only way to stem violence. It's the only way to stem drug flow. It's the only. It's the same thing. All of these mechanisms are in place, and everybody just kind of went, "Well, fuck it. We can't figure it out." To the point where all these kids from Texas just went to Florida and went to spring break. Because Florida didn't have any of these stay-at-home orders. They didn't have... Yeah, they shut a lot of their clubs and shit down, but the beaches were open. And then all these kids go back to Texas, and they're all bringing the disease with them. Not only only open, but full. Yeah. Because of that. Yeah, Yeah. because there's nowhere else to go. You know, and and don't get me wrong. I have had a few people over before the Colorado stay-at-home thing. We'd have a group of six or seven people just, like, hanging out. But we were... Lysoling the shit out of everything. We were very careful. We were not sharing food or drinks. We were not doing any of that stuff. We were being very careful. And and in Mesa County, where I live, there's I believe sixteen or seventeen confirmed cases. That is all. In a in a county of one hundred and fifty two thousand, it's a very 20. small number. It's a twenty, right? This is second. it twenty? Okay. See, and that's just mm-hmm. it. Still, even that's that's a very small number. Does that mm-hmm. mean that we should let our guard down? Fuck no. Right. Absolutely not. Well, we need to pay attention. So, you know, speaking of counties, I live in Archuleta County, Colorado, and it's been about a week or so, and we have one confirmed case. Now, what's what's terrible about that, you know, it's pretty obvious, I don't think I have to spell it out, but, you know, people literally would say, well, we, there's no confirmed cases here, so I think it's probably not that big a deal, you know. Meanwhile, I'm handing them a pair of glasses wearing rubber gloves and wearing a mask, you know, like, what, what, why would you even say that sentence to this guy right now? Right. Like, cl- clearly I'm taking this seriously. Like, I don't really care about your opinion at this point, you know, and you're wrong, you know? Yeah, obviously, <laughs> and that's the other side. And by the way, you're obviously wrong. And, and, and of course, you live in a, in a county that is also people with summer homes, people who are visitors. They're not full-year residents. The right. Durango area is not all it's not a bedroom community in it in its entirety it is actually people who live there seasonally much like telluride and uray and that whole region yeah. well and it's a, it's a, essentially it's a ski resort town even though it doesn't have like your your disneyland veil thing attached to it you know people come here to ski to go hunting to uh, go fishing, you know, all, to all join the a stuff militia. That, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, to build to build a meth lab. 
to uh, <laughs> like they're, they're, I mean, and, and there's there is an upside to some of this, you know, like the people that that live here, they probably picked this place because it's super rural. You know, the town is very small um, to to self isolate already. You know what I mean, right. so there's there's an upside to this, but then the downside of this is those same people. You know, they came out here to isolate. They might already have made their their money, so they come out here as a summer second home, and uh, no one in their life tells them no. Hey, the door's locked. Hey, don't touch anything until you wash your hands. Like, they're never told what to do. They're on their own terms, and to see them childishly flounder at a time like this, it's it's half infuriating and half like chuckling to yourself you know like you you deserve this you know you need this yeah it's 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 a it's definitely a global spanking and i will say that now here's here's the other (laughs) here's and and this and and i have not been able to verify this so i'm going to say that now but i have it under very good authority that the last confirmed cases of the spanish flu which spanish influenza has been referenced a lot recently as the 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 last global pandemic and that was at a time when we didn't have communication like we do now it was back telegraphs and things like that hoping people would be safe and okay the last confirmed cases were in northwestern new mexico not that far from where you live where people are living because of the same thing they wanted to be somewhat isolated they wanted to be out in the middle of nowhere so they were never exposed and this was in the i want to say mid 40s that the Spanish flu came to them and killed an entire fucking family because they'd never been anywhere near it. They didn't have any of the antibodies. They didn't know about the the illness. They had been completely isolated for half a century. And it literally was like somebody just went into town and happened to pick the bug up because it was not eradicated. Mm -hmm. The Spanish flu still exists. I mean, it does. And these are things that people do not realize that they're, they're putting themselves at risk of so yeah, you're isolating, but that can be a, a, a pro and a con. And a lot of people are missing that that whole boat yeah, there it's a, too. It's, it's a deferred it's a deferred judgment in some ways, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean the, you still have to I mean that's why vaccines exist. That's why people are out there doing stuff cuz if it weren't for getting it to the that's why polio still exists in part of Africa because people don't have the vaccinations cuz they don't know. I mean it's it's I mean, come on, did Columbus not teach us anything? Brought a bunch of illnesses and wiped out millions of indigenous people? Like, that's a real thing. So you have to maintain some level of connectivity. Now, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to veer off a little bit here because I wanted to say this. Not that either of us are trying to, like, marry ourselves closely to this thing. Right. But we have it. Kind of an idea that maybe each of us had it back in January, like not together, obviously, but like yeah, you had mentioned that you got real sick. I I went down for about nine days at the end of January, and um, I wonder what the reason I mentioned that is because I wanted to ask you: did, did you do you get a flu shot? Are you that? Are you a flu shot guy? I am not a flu shot guy. I believe in vaccines. I am not either. I am not a flu shot guy. I've never gotten one. I did once, and it made me really. I I actually just got the flu. Like it, most people say, oh, you get a cold. Like I just got the flu, and I was like, and it was like sure. twenty four hours. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But I do watch, and and of course, I I grew up in a time when when you know the bird flu and the swine flu, and people were just freaking out about West Nile, and, and I mean, I remember people freaking out about SARS in two thousand three, which is antivirus. 
Remember there that? you go. Like <laughs> hantavirus, uh, Lyme disease. Oh my God, Lyme disease is rampant. <laughs> like, right. I remember right. hearing these things and, and I think about them and in some ways, uh, call it naivety, call it a sense of youthful indignation or immortality. I was like, I'm going to get sick. That's not how I'm going to go out. So I was never really <laughs> into the whole, you know, vaccinating for the flu. Even when it was H1N1 and things of that nature. I just, I, that was never me. Having my daughter and having, she is immunocompromised as, as to mm-hmm. an extent because of Down syndrome. I mean, that that's how that works. And I do pay more attention. I do look each year and I look at severity and conditions and what they're predicting. And I've learned that the predictions are almost always 99% wrong. So if you get You mean flu, like they're, bet, they're betting on the over? Yeah. Mean? They're betting on the over. Okay. And I've, I've actually learned, like, <clears throat> here this last year, um, we went to get vaccinated. You know, people were getting vaccinated, and they were doing all, this, all these things. And I flat out asked the pharmacist that was giving this out. I was like, did you get one? And he's like, no. I was like, why not? He goes, because I think this is the wrong, wrong strain. I was like, really? He goes, yeah, they're vaccinating us for the kind of flu that's not coming through here this year. This will come through in a couple of years, but it's the wrong kind. Out on the East Coast, this is what people are catching, but it's not here. And it's a corporate thing. And I was like, damn, if, you, if you're flat out admitting that it's not. So I watch those things. Does that mean that I believe that sure. you shouldn't get an MMR? Fuck no. Right. Nobody wants the measles. Nobody right. wants, you know, rubella, polio. Don't, don't fucking do that. <laughs> don't. No, I, was, I didn't mean to get into the whole, like, you know, Jenny McCarthy thing with you, but uh, I, I was just curious because, you know, the, the other point there is I know I've spoken with a handful of people that, you know, in the last three, four months have gotten really sick. Yeah. And, you know, they they all say the same thing, you know, because this, this is a an active community, a lot, a lot of outdoor stuff, you know, uh, hobbies, skiing, all this stuff. And uh, they... If they got sick, they always start out with like, I, and I hardly ever get sick, you know. Oh yeah. And I think you, you and I both feel the same way. And like, like, I can't think the last time I was sick with anything other than like brown bag flu in like the last four or five years. See, I can't even say that. Like but, for me, I get a, I get a, I get like a cold, like once a year where I'm just like, kind of plugged up for two or three days, and then I'm better. Like literally, yeah. take nothing, do nothing, blow my nose extra, wash my hands more. That's that's how sick I get. And 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 in January. Um, <clears throat> man, <laughs> I have not felt that shitty in years since, well, I have not felt that shitty since 2012. In 2012, I caught a, a case of strep that actually hospitalized me. Um, I had a fever <sighs> so high I was hallucinating and I was out of it to a level where my son freaked out, called my ex and called Mike Vogel. And Vogel came up and actually had to physically take me to the hospital, like had to fight me because I thought he was trying <laughs> to, to kill me. I was convinced he was trying to murder me. And like we got in a, a huge, I mean, to the point of like almost like beating the shit out of each other. He finally got me to the hospital. And, you know, 12 hours later, I came to a little bit and I was like, what in the shit just happened? Right. That I have not been sick like that ever that I remember. And then this year in January... Um, there were days where I didn't leave the couch, not just because of the physical stuff. I mean, yeah, I have a, a problem with, with walking and, and the, the, the injuries to my legs, but I, I legit 
couldn't catch my breath. My ears were plugged up. My eyes hurt. I, I felt like there was a, a million gallons of water in my lungs to the point where I went to the doctor. And they were like, well, it looks like pneumonia, but on the x-ray, it doesn't look like pneumonia. And then one of those doctors here, because I'm going to the doctor every couple of weeks, and one of those doctors said, hey, you might have had it, just so you know. Yeah. No real way to tell, but you might have. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, um, yeah, like I said, a handful of people that have, that have gotten really sick in the last few months, and it's it's very, very possible. And now, you know, getting into the, like, the actual intel that I've been able to be privy to, um, you know, we, we've kept the business open based on, you know, the, the American Optometric Association is basically who we kind of take orders from. And so we, we were kind of running business as usual. We had some new restrictions in place for the last couple of days that we were like fully open seeing exams. And uh, it was on March 17th that the CDC and the AOA had a joint statement, not mandatory shutdown, but just, you know, strongly suggesting that anything that's, you know, like a non-essential, you know, routine thing, you know, maybe, maybe you shouldn't do it for a while, you know? Well, on the day so, before that was when the state actually said, hey, we're closing bars and clubs. Like, just don't do right, it. Right, right. So, so yeah, the, the governor ordered for the restaurants – was that restaurants, clubs, gyms, theaters, casinos? Any and non-essential we, we recreational, it. basically. Right. Is, said, hey, you're fucking done. You're not doing this. And and that was smart. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, one of the things that, that, again, like saying the moments to be proud of, you know, the fact that all bets are off right now, that also means that, you know, creativity, especially in like business, like of, of course with your your personal life too, just to keep yourself from going nuts, but um you know the, the the ability to be creative and like probably if you have not a moron for a boss you know they're gonna listen to you right now because you know they don't know what's what's gonna happen no one does and you know if you come come up with a good idea to like keep a business open or like you know some of these these businesses that shut down and they had to kind of like rethink the entire purpose of their staff meaning like you know, paying them to deliver groceries or, you know, those kind of things. I love the fact that like strip clubs, like they're sending strippers with pasties, you know, to bring a gallon of milk to Nana. I think, you know, I mean, it's, it's good hearted, but it's also, you know, the creativity that is possible right now is kind of, kind of a cool thing to think about, you know? Well, and, and I've gotten to witness because so many other people in my world, quote unquote, in, in the, you know, cause tattoo parlors closed down. Um, photography studios closed down even some film i mean i i know some people who are on a movie set and they were like fuck this we're not doing this and they closed the yeah. whole movie down i mean they're like yeah it's gonna yeah. cost us ten thousand dollars a day but we're not gonna do this we're not putting people at risk for vin diesel and john cena to happen <laughs> it's really really good that uh-huh. you're not nearby because i would actually <laughs> hurt you right now um I would staple your on, what, or something. Join, join the family. Come on, man. No, no, just really not that interested. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, a lot of my friends have started. You know, they're they're using OnlyFans. They're doing a lot of stuff marketing online. They're doing different things. A lot of my friends are starting side businesses now. Going well, I've always wanted to, you know, make plugs and and do you know do things for piercings and make make you know, different things out of resin. They're doing it. 
um, blast blowers are like, yeah, we can do more. Let's do some stuff. I've got uh, friends who are, who are like, well, we're laid off. Let's go ahead and plan on being solo when we get out of this rather than going back to work. They're continuing their education and trying to get their licensing in place and figure out insurance so that when things do open back up, they can move. I myself am looking at nine different business ventures that I'm that have been proposed to me to be a part of. Because that's, people that's are freaking usual out. For you, though. Yeah, but no, I'm talking new, brand new ones that were not like <laughs> things I was right. that were not on my radar. Like, wait, what? Like, okay. And people are like, well, we want you to be a part of this, and we think that it'd be great. Cool. You know, I'm willing to consult. I mean, that, in all honesty, 50% of where my income comes from is consulting and, and helping people steer and put together business plans and proposals for banks and things like that. That's that's just part of what I do. So it it is really cool to have so many people coming to me now, going, okay. But it's also in a way disheartening because we're all, while you know we've got an administration and, and state you know gubernatorial delegates saying that you know well by the end of April we should be just totally fine. That's really not the case, right? I mean, right now we're no. going to be lucky if the mandatory is over by the end of April, and if we start looking at it. The, that's not happening. No way. I mean that. That I mean it would. It would. It, in my mind, it would take a fucking miracle. I. I genuinely think that maybe by mid-May we won't have the mandatory stay-at-home anymore. But that mm, depends on maybe. whether all the other states start falling. I mean, like I said, Florida just on yeah, what, two days two, ago. Yeah, two days ago, decided yeah. to start doing their stay-at-home. Yeah. And Florida is a massively transitive community. People go so, there and then travel all over. So that, again, because they're not tracking the disease, who the fuck knows? People in Boulder just got sick from people coming home from Florida. Just happened a week ago. Right. So the, uh, you know, the, the actual legitimate intel comes from some frontliners in the in the community here, and uh, probably, I think right around like the nineteenth or twentieth, I spoke with somebody and. I mean, he was he was pretty candid about it, and he flat out said that it's it's rabid here. It's just not. There's no testing. There's no confirmation. So people don't have that fear, and they aren't doing anything differently. Um, so that kind of came down a while back, which I actually I was, I was happy to hear that because I kind of felt that maybe that was happening already. And then um, speaking to another professional. Uh, they, you know, for this county in particular, obviously they're they're speaking on, but they have high hopes that you know if you if you do what you're supposed to do, um, you know the distancing and you know limiting what you do going out and all that kind of stuff, that you know people are going to be okay, people are going to get sick, but you know it's gonna it's not going to be, you know, completely catastrophic if people participate. However, her view on the whole thing, and I, I kind of value her opinion, is we'd be lucky if we were out by September. So, um, I mean, I take that how you want. And I just realized that I, I said at the top of this thing that this is valuable information. Like this is all going to be useless in a, in a week. Right. You know, cause everything changes. <laughs> yeah. Every day. It's, it's just a different, a different layer. And, um, so, I mean, I think all, all you really can do is, you know, hunker down and you know, try to stay halfway sane. You know, positivity is tough to come by right now. People are trying. I know that. But, uh, I mean, I think that's what we're trying to do now. Like, you know, obviously we're not, you know, yucking it up like we used to, but, um, you know, it's just a way to pass, pass some lockdown time, you know, and 
talk to people that we haven't talked to in a while. Well, so. and, and you know that that is a, a positive upswing. I mean, one of the, one of the things that's that's gone on, um, and and I'm going to throw this because you, you've got facts and and you've got people in the know, and I I have my own resources and people that are in government positions and things like that. And one of the things that has really stricken me with all of this, and that the one thing that people hit me up the most with are these conspiracy theories and these ideas of mm-hmm. you know what is this and what is this and did we make this and and was it the cia was it and 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 some of it sounds really fucking crazy and some of it sounds really good and i'm glad people are communicating but <laughs> but the, the thing that keeps striking me is it's a lack of communication that caused this problem the fact that china chose to hide for 22 23 days that they had this illness that they knew about it that they had confirmed it they knew it was deadly that it would it was they knew it was easily transmittable and that you there was no way to really know that somebody was infected except you had to wait like two weeks like these are the things that that cause problems and it, and it happened here i mean we used to have in the united states a, a it was a, it was a uh, essentially a preparedness committee that was part of the national security council um they would actually they were part of the government there was a bunch of scientists a bunch of doctors and people that they just sat there and said just in case and and it was referenced in the movie Outbreak. It's been referenced mm-hmm. in uh, a lot of, in fact, in, in The Walking Dead. There's things where these people actually, this is a real thing. And the Trump administration disbanded it in 2018 mm-hmm. as unnecessary. And a lot of those doctors and scientists and specialists have gone on the record. And, and one of them actually went back. I was studying and I read the Wall Street Journal from late January. And I can't remember the exact date. I want to say it was the 30th or the, it was right at the end of the month. That, that said, the only way to prevent an American pandemic is to test early, test often, isolate the people who are ill, and shut everything down so no one can be in contact. That came out in January. Yeah. That's not happening that, in the United States. That's how, that's how Hong Kong, that's how Singapore, that's how these smaller nations with these huge, huge populations in a very limited area. I mean, there's more people living in, right, these, dense, in some of these dense. cities. The, the density dense. is fucking ridiculous. There's more people right. living in these cities than there are entire nations or entire states. I mean, there's more people that live in Anaheim, in Los Angeles, than live in the entire state of Colorado. Right. And people don't realize that. It's a, it's a sense of, of relativity that they're not used to. Right, right. That's the biggest issue is that, you know, you've got well, nations who stepped not- in and did that. And that breeds more misinformation. These same people are saying, if we do this by midsummer, we'll be okay. If we do this, well, we're not doing that. We missed the boat. We we missed our chance to do that. That was midsummer at best. When if we were doing those things, so really, where does that put us next year? Right. And that's a real concern. I mean, potentially, yeah, potentially. I mean, that's a and real I, concern. I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought this up because you know, I don't. I don't think this is a conspiracy theory, but I wanted to get your take on. Uh, now that the the Republicans are starting to flat out blame the Democrats for using the impeachment process as a distraction tool to not get ahead of this thing. What do you, what do you think of that? I mean, the impeachment process started so much sooner than this. It was so much earlier than, than any of this even came to light. I mean, obviously we don't know exactly when it started. I mean, (laughs) fuck you, fuck you. (laughs) Uh, I mean, we don't, we don't know when this all started. The first confirmed case was on December 8th Mm -hmm. worldwide. It was, it was, and they do believe of course that it's come from bats or it's come from, 
pangolin mm-hmm. or it's coming. You know, there's there's a million yeah. different ways that, that this disease exists because coronavirus. And again, and I'm going to state this one more time for those in the back in case you haven't heard. Coronavirus is a generalized term. COVID-19 is a coronavirus, much like a square is a rectangle. That does not make a rectangle a square. <laughs> now, I mean, and proof of that, if you if you have products at home, go grab your Lysol can and it talks about it on there. Like they didn't just print that can. You probably had it for nine years, you know, and it's on the back of there. Kills know? 99.9% of coronavirus. And it's these are yep. things that this is not new. SARS is a coronavirus. The common cold is a coronavirus. The coronavirus doesn't have to do with the, the shape of it. Some it's like... it's it's defined by the shape and also the fact that it's transmittable between mammalian hosts. Here, a uh, dumb childlike question, guy. It's because it's round, right? <laughs> First of all, it's three dimensional, so let's play the spherical game. Words are words are important. Um, no, and, and it's it's by transmission. It's that it's transmittable between different mammalian forms. Um, there's a, a lot of different things that go into it, but, but in a general way. But answer my question. You think? Do you, do you think it was a play, or do you think it was just and and, and, the, and, entire, and I the entire government? I don't. I don't for one second believe it was a play. I don't think it was a look over here. It was not the magic trick. Look at the pretty assistant kind of thing. That was not what was going on here because, because in all honesty, when the impeachment process started, I mean, let's be real. There have been Democrats that have wanted to impeach Donald Trump since day one. I mean, they were, they were, they were getting the paperwork ready before he took office. You know, they were because there was a lot of people going, well, this is just fucking scary. What the fuck do we do what? now? And then there's other. I mean, I, I think it's a fair fair assumption to say that you know there's there's a, pe- a few people that could be uh, a little bit irritated, uh, to say the least, with Nancy Pelosi right now. Uh, yeah. You know, for for a few for a few reasons, you know. Well, uh, Nancy Pelosi is just an aggravating person in general. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, she's she's a bit of a problem. That's true. She she's she reminds me of uh, is it what's the fucking in Monsters Incorporated, Agent oh, Zero, man. the fucking, is it, the, the fucking, do you have your paperwork? That chick. <laughs> I can't yeah. watch anything that she says. I have to read what she says, or I immediately imagine that. She reminds me of the mom from Arrested Development, too. Just hammered, old hat grabber. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Obviously know. not really. The people who misuse slang like 10 years late mm, yeah. i heard somebody say fat the other day that's really fat and i was like where the fuck did you come oh, from nice. have you been in ice since the <laughs> mid 90s like what the shit it was like an episode of south park like what the fuck <laughs> but I, i'm trying to bring back i'm trying to bring back rad right now and stop coughing on the podcast you're gonna make people nervous i already make people nervous have you met me <laughs> yeah um no, no. I mean, I don't think that in any way that this was the Democrats. That this was some kind of like marketing ploy. Obviously not. Uh, but on the on the flip side of this, do I think that the Republicans deliberately tried to cover it up by not admitting to a problem? No, I don't think that people were understanding the gravity of the situation until it hit close to home. Yeah. And and even I I mean like I say the, the last episode I did on here, it does sound a little lighthearted. I did listen to it. And it sounds a little bit like I'm just telling you it's no big deal. Don't worry, you're gonna be fine. 
No, that was not what I intended. My intention was to, you know, stay at home, do what you need to, follow the fucking basic rules of hygiene, and take care of your own. Like, if you worry about you and you worry about those closest to you, much like in any actual real-world adult problem, if you just handle the one thing you can control, yourself, mm-hmm. and in the case of parents, your fucking kids, we're going to get through this. <laughs> but that's every sure. problem. That's everything. Like... You can't help getting sick. You can't help getting oh, in a car accident. Let me tag at that point with this too. If you if you think that you're helping by going on your your certain Twitters and Facebooks and just kind of like yelling into the ether that you know we've had flus, we've had you know uh, plagues, and like you know it's, it's it's always worse made by the media. But, you know, like you're not helping. No. You know, we know, we already know that, but this is, you know, for, for a lot of people, like, you know, especially, I, I would say probably what, 25 and younger, like, they've not seen anything like this before. And the only thing I can think of, like, you even said swine flu and all that kind of stuff. Like, I, I don't remember being too afraid of that stuff, but I probably because I was ignorant to it. But the only thing that this reminds me of in my lifetime is 9 11. Cause it's the first time that they ever had like travel restrictions in my life. Like, you know, flight space or airspace was closed. Um, and then it got really weird with like the profiling like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, is, and, and, and we're dealing with that. I mean, it's, and, and I've heard it. One of the crazier ones I've heard is that this is all, um, this is the next terrorist attack and that, that this was developed and, and we're, the world was infected by Al Qaeda. And they oh yeah. Just, and if you're a gamer, just go back and play the original Splinter Cell because I'm pretty sure that this is the, that would be the plot. Yeah, if if that was true. No, absolutely. <laughs> not not positive. Well, but, and then there's people like, um, oh man, somebody wrote a book about this. Like they they predicted the future. No, like that book was actually a rewrite of a book from the mid '70s, which was a remake of a television show from 1966. And you know, it's it's shit like that. Like this is not a new knows, concept. Everyone knows that the only thing that's predicted anything is The Simpsons, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you think that you you and, read and, somewhere and, and honestly matt granning may be a time traveler there there that's one of those that I, you gotta wonder because yeah i mean fuck it's, really said it said it directly said it directly yeah it's hilarious well um, they predicted okay, so the, the presidency all sorts of shit it's crazy it's crazy how much the simpsons has gotten right i apologize for like steering my own my own guesting here but i like it it's fun it's fun <laughs> for me what okay so i think one of the theories that i think is interesting and stupid is that i heard this was back hmm, i don't remember exactly when i heard this but the theory was that well you i'm sure you've seen this that it's caused by 5g cell service oh my god oh shit yeah (laughs) but but my mine what i heard was even better because like it's actually two pieces that i heard uh, first is that the reason that the NFL is, is, uh, partnered with Verizon right now is because all these brand new stadiums are actually giant receivers and emitters of 5g. That was the first thing I heard now, you know, lately they're talking about that, you know, people think that 5g is causing coronavirus. When I put those two things together, I'm like, this is kind of awesome, you know? So it's the Stupid, NFL's fault, but kind of awesome. It's yeah, the NFL's Roger fault. Goodell ruined it again. <laughs> Dummy. You thought Inflategate wasn't bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, well, he's 
<laughs> fucking Brady haters blaming this it on seriously, him and his fucking this... Ugg boots. <laughs> <laughs> I swear this sounds like a fucking like Sunday evening television special, the way you just said all well, that. I, I really like the original thing that I heard was about the stadiums being the giant dishes. But then when you tag it with this and you put them together, it's almost it's almost too stupid to even say. And, and it feels that way because I just said it. But of course. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's that's the the dumbest one I've heard. What about you? Like what? Uh, the dumbest one I've heard is uh, is the pedophile celebrities oh. <laughs> eating babies. Yeah, that's Tom Hanks and Idris Elba. Yeah. Couldn't 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 decide who was gonna eat first. Yeah, come on. That that I mean I'm dead. That that has to be the dumbest one. And I I I I regret saying that to an extent. I do. Now now you and, say... and and here's the thing. There's a close there's a close second in my mind. Okay. A lot of people are throwing scripture, particularly uh, yeah, yeah. New Testament, and and it yep. it. I am a well, firm then, believer as a studier. I, I mean, I actually did. I study a lot of religion. I was going to go to school for this. Like that was, I was going to be a theologian until I realized that that's about the same as saying that you, you know, want to be a rock star <laughs> or, or, a right. you know, you want to study some dead language as a, as a, I was like, wow, why would, why would I do this? Um, I majored in Sanskrit. Did you? Right. Yeah. Cool. How's, how's that working out for exactly. you? Exactly. How, so how's Seven Eleven for you? Um, I, I, I have read a lot of religious texts and predictive texts and there's a lot of prophecy. There's a lot of things. I mean, I, I run a fucking label called prophecy records. Come on people. I obviously sure. believe in some of this shit. <laughs> I, I obviously I look at some of this yet. shit and I do pay attention. I mean, I'm, I, I, Egyptology helped me get sober. Like it really did. And that sounds kind of stupid to say out loud, but it's the truth. Like. <laughs> Martial arts and Egyptology, that's how I got sober. Well, there you go. Explain that one. Hey, man. Can't. Can't. Because it's just, it worked for me. It, just like for with everybody. You got to find, you got to have your moment. But do not ever take a religious text as 100% fact. It's not meant to be like doctrine. It's meant to be an example. It's a guideline. It's a don't be a douchebag. Be good to people. It's a principle. Yeah, it's it's it is essentially all comes back to the golden rule of don't fuck with people so they won't fuck with you. And if you just spread love instead of hate, the world gets better. These are simple tenets that are universal in all religions. All of them. Yep. Everyone. Monotheistic you know, or polytheistic. That's the crux of the situation. Don't fuck that up. And you know, you know who you're talking to. I mean, of course, the 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 big A word crossed my mind. You know, I have I have a friend in in Utah that, I mean, they had a pretty goddamn apocalyptic day a couple of weeks ago. You know, they got the, you know, people getting sick and you know stay at home orders knocking on the door, and then in Utah they have a like an almost six magnitude earthquake. You know, and. I mean, if you do believe that way, it's it's hard to, you know, steer your thought from like, oh, this is it. You know, this is that thing they, that they talk about at the end, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I can totally sympathize with that. Um, I don't really know what to speak on it because I would say that my relationship with uh, whoever that might be is probably pretty strained at this point. Yeah. But, um, 
you know, it, I, I do, I have a place in my heart for them. However, not all of them are acting accordingly, or maybe they think they are by still having thousand member megachurch services. Right. Or, you know, I was, I was a little upset about one, one, uh, religion in particular because, you know, until it was pretty late in the game, I was checking out the website and there was no mention, nothing. And I was a little bummed and, you know, surprised about that. And, you know, like I said, they were late to the game, but they're, they're in now. So I guess that's something, you know, I am certain we are going to hear about after, after we start coming through all this of entire congregations who drank the purple Kool-Aid who believed it was the end times and that they should all go together. I am, I am certain that that is going to happen. That and, you know, giant swaths of those, of the other congregations are going to die from it because they didn't, they were paying attention supposed to, to do, you know, God yeah. will protect me and that's good enough. And that's quote. fine. And that is fine. That's you fine. know, I, I don't have a problem with people being faithful. I do not like if you believe that that's what it takes and that helps you. I believe in to an, to an extent in faith healing. I know a lot of people sure. who, who found sobriety or found sanity through their relationship with God. I, I know a lot of people who are reformed in jail and in prison because they found God. I, I do not knock that in any way. Does that mean right. that you rely on that? Or do you rely? I mean, who's to say that that God isn't telling scientists what to tell you to stay safe? Why is that such a horrible thing to think about? That's what right. I don't get in that situation where there are and and I God I want to name a name right now. Oh, it's killing me. <laughs> I want to call somebody out because they actually said, "Well, God's going to protect me because I want I go to church every week and I was the only person there. There wasn't even a preacher." And I I literally was like, "When the preacher's not there." Go the fuck home. Yeah. Go the fuck yeah. home, you fucking fuck. Like, no, it, I was so exactly. mad. And and yet at the same time, he he literally like he's just like refusing to to honor the the stay at home. He's going to he's going to the store, he's going to different places. He's like banging on doors. He's pissed off the bars are closed. He wants to go out. He's going to different people's houses. And I'm like, dude, you show up at my house, I'm gonna kick you square in the teeth. Like, do not do this because you're you're just being an idiot. And that's the part that takes the wind out of my sails a lot. It's just the... It's the, like you're inviting... The tantrum. Yeah, the you're tantrum. inviting just... And, and, and I get it. Like, I've got... Obviously, I work in strip clubs. I work in bars. I work in clubs. I work in dance halls. I, I There's a lot of my friends right now that are like, I'm so bored. What do I do? You know what? We sit on Snapchat and we take shots. I, I have a couple of groups that I actually we do. It's it's see a shot, send a shot. We actually take drinks together. I, I guarantee you that when we get off this call, I'm gonna get on and there's gonna be at least one person who's like, Man, is it too early for us to have a drink together? Right. <laughs> and it's probably gonna be somebody in LA or Philly or New York or Jersey or we We weren't doing that before. We're hanging out more now than we were before because it's like, well shit, now that's what we do. And you know, if you need if you need a more like if you're if you're still not convinced or whatever, you need a more like uh, contemporary thing to parallel. Go go on HBO. <coughs> oh shit! Still there? Yep. Why'd you <laughs> Sorry, throw the phone? My phone. Dick. <laughs> go on your HBO that somebody else is paying for, and you pirate it, and watch watch Chernobyl. Because I I referenced that on Twitter a while back, and you you texted me. You're like, what do you mean by that? Yeah. And it, all it is, all I'm all I'm saying is like, you know. And I even hate the fact that I'm going to say this right now, but it, it, it is literally every generation has a hardship. For those people in Chernobyl, you know, the first responders, the coal miners that dug the 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 basement out underneath the reactor, 
um, the dude that, that, you know, since the robot died on the, on the roof, they had to go up and actually by hand clean graphite off of the roof. You know, all, all you have to do is stay at home, turn your ass, you know, and, and guess what? Money is coming to your house. Right. <laughs> That's the other thing. Like, I'm not trying to be like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not also, I'm also not trying to make light of this. You know, I want to be clear there too, but you know, imagine like, and forget Chernobyl, think of like world war two, you know, Vietnam, Gulf war, Iraq war, you know, there are people that stepped up because they believed that, that this was their part. Well, and, and, know? and it's interesting. And, you and the that. fact that they, that somebody can't stop themselves from licking a bunch of things of deodorant at a Walmart while filming themselves doing it. Right. You know, like it's, it's, it's childishness. It's, this is how and, I and get not, famous. Not it's to, not, you're not getting famous. You're, you're, you're becoming infamous. You're oh, becoming, you're famous. You're becoming yeah. stupid. Like, and, and that's, yeah. that's the kind of stuff. Like I, I, it's interesting. You brought world war two. I, I have read now. Um, and I'm kind of notoriously anti war, but pro military, which is kind of weird for people to, to grasp. Man. You know, yeah. People, people <laughs> like I, I would be like, uh, let's be real. My dad was a hippie. My mom was a hippie. They were they were good at it. They're very like anti-violence, anti-war. Were they like picketers? Were they no? I mean, if it came down to it in Vietnam, my dad probably would have served. It never came down to it when he when he became of age, so it wasn't an issue. But he probably would have done that very honorably, given that situation. In sure. the in the late thirties and early forties, there were people trying to become Canadian citizens, not to dodge the draft, but to go enlist in military that was already doing stuff. They were going to Great Britain and saying, I will fly for you. Let me fight. It is my duty and my honor. Right. That's been and lost I... in generations between. The idea of a sense of general well-being for the world has gone away. And I, I find it interesting because a lot of military leaders today are saying this is the greatest danger to the security of the United States since Pearl Harbor. Right. This and is you know, the most vulnerable we have ever been. Tagging all your shit with like thoughts and prayers. Like that's, that's not good enough anymore, you know? And it's just, yeah, this is, this is the part that, that just, it bothers me, you know, because it's, it's a pretty simple request now. And I think you and I were about to touch on, you know, the idea that, you know, there may be in a month, there may be a Humvee parked at the end of your block, making sure you don't go to the store. You know, it's possible. It's, it's, it's highly, I'm not going to go probable yet. Right. But it's highly possible. But like one theory I floated to you. Okay. So yesterday the governor, governor Polis, he, he basically said, if, if you're, well, here's the thing. He basically admitted that people are are not all doing stay at home. I mean, obviously they have aerial shots of parking lots and like people are being made to not go to work, but you know, recreationally and stuff like that, it's not really happening. So yesterday, he again not mandated, highly suggested, strongly suggested that if you do go out to a store or you know to get coffee or what you know whatever the thing is, that you wear a mask or a face covering, right? So my, my new theory on what's going to happen is, like I said, he, he essentially admitted that, you know, they're, they're trying so hard to stay away from mandatory things, you know, 
They don't and, want to declare martial law, and I and I support right. that idea. Martial law is a I, whole I, yes, scary yes. side of shit that I don't really want to get into. But like, you know, California's like, dangerous. Oh, here, here's another here's another piece that I didn't tell you. There are there are some of these uh, these southern native nations, like they have curfews in place. Yeah, they have roadblocks up. They're you, they're arresting you, you people. You got a curfew, tri- like yeah, you you're yeah. getting arrested. You have to have a tribal ID to come and go. Yeah, like they they have locked themselves down. That's yeah. pretty, and I and I think that's impressive, you know. But see, the, my, my my new eventuality is this is what I think that he he's got. If you're if you're out in public, you're already not staying at home. A, and now I think they're going to start doing something like a citation thing. Like the the, the cloth is going to be the demarcation. If you have a face covering, then at least you're sort of participating. You're listening a little bit. Good job. If they find you out and you're not wearing it, I think they're going to start citing people. I don't think they're going to arrest people, but I think they're going to give people tickets. Well, and they, they already are giving out. There are some citations. The state has issued a few, and it's $1,000. If you get caught doing something unnecessary, here's the thing. What's necessary? What can you get away with? Going to the store. So now, you know, we used to joke about going to city markets where the cool kids are. Guess what? <laughs> It's where people are going to hang out. They're going to Walmart. They're going to City Market to hang out. I I watched yesterday. I follow a lot of people on Snapchat. And I watched one girl in particular. She went to the store at least six times yesterday. I don't know that she ever bought a single fucking thing. I have other friends who are like, they literally plan their their fucking, okay, I'm going out one day this week. I have to hit them all. I have to be protected. I have to do this. I got to watch my kids. I got to do this. And they plan it all. And they're really being super smart about it. And then there's the flip side of that. People are like, they're going to the the store eight, nine, ten times a day, going to different stores. Oh, I got to, I forgot this. I'm going to go get, I'm going to go get me this. I wonder if there's this at the store. Oh, I should have. It's just like opening your fridge. You know? There you go. You, 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 it doesn't. You open it a million times. Ate. It ain't gonna change shit. Yeah, you just ate. Yeah, you know. And and it is. It's just yeah. a sense of not having anything to do. That. And 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 it's it's everybody's gonna find a loophole. Everybody's gonna find a loophole. And of course, I you know, there's a meme I saw that was funny. Like you know, in, in people in 2065, why does Grandma just sit outside and stare at the sidewalk? Because there was a time when this was illegal. <laughs> right. You know, and like, and my my favorite one is uh, is a. 2018 and it's like a guy on a couch and it's like lazy bastard and then same picture to 2020 like stark patriot you know <laughs> yeah no i mean well and of course <laughs> I, I laugh because when you know i have gone as far as the front door in the last two weeks not which is not that different for me Again, like standard yeah, yeah i would say like my life really <laughs> I'm not DJing. I'm not going. I mean, actually, I'm DJing. I'm DJing every fucking day. I'm doing it at home. I'm practicing. I'm doing different stuff. I'm, I'm putting new playlists together. Sometimes I'm live streaming or sending people new mixes or doing different shit. I'm doing the same shit. I'm just not at a bar or a club doing it. I'm not doing it in front of people. I'm just doing it. That's the only real difference. Yeah. In in reality, see, that's the only again, real difference. Is, so I'm, this is your time to you know make yourself better. You know, if you still have a job, like, and you have some idea that that you've kept to yourself or whatever, like. Say it, you know. Yeah, now like, like for, for us, you know, you know, we, we went from having like you know like a normal retail store to I got a I got a new little post up right in front of a walk up window. Um, we can work remotely. I can take money. I can send contacts right to your house. I have a contact web store that we set up. You know, these are all things that like they've been just kind of like sitting there, being you know waiting to be done, and all of a sudden we just got this this perfect opportunity to like uptick how we do things you know 
personally and professionally, you know, yeah. like introverts are really just like, dude, this isn't hard. Trust me. I do it every day. Right. And mm-hmm. then there are businesses, you know, Instacart, Amazon, Walmart delivery that are like booming right now, fucking booming like in huge ways. And it's, it's letting people have another avenue, another way of thinking, another way of, and, and in all honesty, it's going to kill some of the mom and pop shops, which is something that, that mm-hmm. big name retail over the last four or five years has really taken a big hit because of those mom and pop shops. And, and, I, and I love that. I love that sense of community. But you, you watch. A lot of those mom and pops are going to be gone again the way they were in yep. the 80s. And it's going to go back to the big bulk stores. You're going to have, you know, everybody at Kmart is just pissed off right now. Like, motherfucker, why couldn't we last just a few more years? Like, <laughs> you know, they're just like, we could have had this. We would have. We would have had the K, you know, you know, that's it. And they're just pissed. (laughs) They're just pissed right now. And I get that. I do understand that. And everybody's a little bit scared and everybody's a little bit concerned and everybody's trying to figure out the best way to deal with each individual situation. But there are those people who are just being stupidly irresponsible. I do. I do worry about like speaking on the business sector of stuff. Like, you know, the, the things that I do like are the ones with, you know, any business that has like a more personalized catered experience. And, uh, you know, maybe a little more money or whatever for, I always for try whatever to shop it is, local. you know, I always try to shop local. I will always go to a local music store or a local, I, I would rather go to somebody that I know and support a friend than I would, you know, jump on the fucking bandwagon and go directly to, well, let's see what Walmart's got on sale. I don't give a fuck about that. I want a good product at a good price, but I'd rather support the people that matter. And, and I've right. always been that way. I don't even know where it came from in all honesty. It's just something that I just developed over time as I developed my own sense of monetary but value. It, I, I guess I worry about it. Cause like, you know, if, if you do take the the dystopian pill and you really like think about like, like going back to the Simpsons, that, that treehouse of horror where, you know, Ned Flanders was like overlord, you know, we have that thing where we're all spaced out and we're not touching and we're all wearing the same thing. And we all eat the same food, you know, like I, I do sort of wonder if, you know, the death of some of the mom and pop stuff is going to is going to become more of that. Like, you know, oh, we just order everything to the house now. We don't even have to go outside anymore. And, like, and all these eventualities. Be, you know? There will be in, in, in some ways, like what comes to mind is the movie Wally, even more so than The Simpsons, where everybody's on that fucking ship and they're just lazy as shit and they're on their floating little things and nobody's looking away from their screens. Like we already live in a zombie land of, of people who stare at their fucking phones all goddamn day. We live based so heavily reliant on technology that people get lost in towns they live in because they don't have Google maps. Right. Right. Isn't that weird? It drives me fucking crazy. It's so bizarre to me. It's it's well, and, and especially in towns like, Grand Junction, which is not that big, or even most of people in Denver are like, how do you know north and south? Because there's only two directions in Denver. There's towards the mountains and away from the mountains. <laughs> Perpendicular to those are, are north, north and, south. and south. There you go. <laughs> how hard is that? Like, you've got a, a, well, the vertices a, of all these major highways. Follow them. It's, it's just a different level, dude. Like, I, it, it almost makes it feel like there was a uh, evolving of us as a, as a species, you know, you know, unable to provide, unable to build shelter. Yeah. Like, like, you know, I always think it's funny when people talk about camping and their idea of camping is to sit in a, sit in the back of their car with all their fucking TVs and laptops and all their shit plugged into their fucking hotspot while there's a big fire (laughs) and they drink beer. It's like, 
right camping to me and and the people i grew up with was we got dropped the fuck off with maybe a can of beans and, and a knife as a can opener and some fishing gear and hey we'll see you in a few days you better survive yeah i've never so. considered myself a survivalist or, or or anything of that nature but no i have lived in a house without power for three weeks i have been homeless enough times living in a truck or living under a bridge or different nature and, it, and i'm not saying that as like oh poor me like those are decisions that I made that put me in those positions, but I know how to make fire with a couple of sticks. Sure. I know how to fucking catch food. I know what plants are edible in the area that I'm in. I, yeah. I, I, you know, I follow the rules of threes with, you know, water, food, oxygen, things of that nature. Like you just learn certain things. And of course, you know, I, I, I do have a lot of people who hit me up with, with legitimate, like, I don't know how to do this. Like I'm stuck at home. Do you know how many of my friends are hitting me up with like, dude, can you help me cook? I'm learning to cook right. for the first time. And there's going to be some grade A fucking chefs and some fat people come out of this quarantine and a lot more alcoholics. Like there will straight up, that will be, that will be a real thing. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, being in Colorado, well, we didn't close the fucking dispensaries. So there's, you know, always the munchies. Well, they, they literally thought they were like, okay, we'll close the liquor stores. And then in two hours, there's a two mile long line, you know, as people freak the fuck out, like, well, shit, I got to stock yeah. up. Yeah. And then they realize, oh wait, we probably shouldn't do that because uh, we're 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 low on hospital equipment and space anyway, and we can't have people you know, with DTs like that. and well, no, we can't have people with, like DTs and withdrawals taking yeah. up spaces here. Yeah. You know. So okay, let, let me ask you this. Um, I asked you the dumb the dumb theory. Like, what's what's the most believable theory you've heard? I've heard two. Um, that, that I really look at as these are, this is what we are and this is where we'll be. And this is a naturally occurring phenomenon in nature. Uh, and nature has a way of always evolving and mutating to be more deadly and dangerous. I mean, that's just how nature works. And that unfortunately it's taking out the most prevalent species on the planet as far as like what's damaging. That's nature survival of the fittest okay that that actually holds a lot of a lot of weight with me um darwinian as it as it may be uh mm-hmm. and the, and that it's just it is just an illness though the same as the spanish flu the same as the black plague the same as all these other things that have gone on I mean, even hiv and cancer are sure i mean these are things in 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 the wilderness certain illnesses strike down large herds that are damaging areas and that's how you know if there's not predators there's something else well we don't have a lot of predators right we don't you right. know people forget anthrax is our, naturally each occurring. other yeah we have each other you know <laughs> yeah. um anthrax is naturally occurring and people forget that they do that that right. that weaponized anthrax is what is scary. The fact that people have learned how to transmit it, the same as they, they've weaponized a lot of illnesses and things. I mean, <laughs> there are ways to use viruses as weapons. Absolutely. I do not necessarily believe this was one of those instances. Do I think that it is highly possible or probable that there was somebody working on something similar or that that is still in the works or that there is somebody right now, a whole fucking think tank of people going, Okay, we need to save some of this because we might be able to use it to bomb people later. Absolutely. Right. We live in a very, and I'm trying real hard not to be that jaded, but we live in a defense by offensive stature kind of world where 
the biggest stick wins. And and I do believe that in some ways there's going to be we residuals. Yeah, well, we wrote the history, not the rules. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, okay, fair enough. You know, and that's just it. Is that I think that there are people out there trying to figure out ways to capitalize on this and and financially gain from this um, and get get the upper hand. And I think that there's going to be some some reminiscent moments of the Cold War in in post quarantine days. I think that that is going to happen. I think there's going to be moments where, you know, I remember my mom telling me stories of crawling under the desk because you know, duck and cover works against a nuclear blast. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah 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 i mean those old, those old those old videos yeah well and i, I still laugh because you know somebody's like dude you're always prepared because you wear those masks all the time because when i dj i wear the face masks and they're you know they're purely decorative and i don't like my face to be seen so that's why i wear them i do wear masks i used to wear masks all the time or cover my eyes or wear big hoodies or yeah that that wasn't a health thing but it sure is fucking convenient. Right. I'm not going to lie. Like, it allows sure, me to, yeah. you know, cool. I didn't really have to do much. I have a bunch of face masks and shit and respirators <laughs> and crap that I've been wearing for years. I'm right. set. Um, yes. Slipknot and Mushroom Head are stoked right now. Right. <laughs> they've, they've got their shit figured, you know. Um, you know, I, I look at that and, and think, okay, that makes some sense. As far as the most probable or likely way of, of things happening here, I, I think that we still have not seen the peak. I don't think we're anywhere near well, the peak. No, I think yeah, we're no. I think we're we're dangerously close to it hitting another big bump and rise where we see a lot more deaths, particularly in the United States. Maybe not as as I think I think Italy's starting to get things under control. Obviously, China, South Korea, Singapore, Hong Kong—they've figured these things out. Um, I think Australia's taken a very big step in figuring out things, um, and I'm, I'm doing that based on people I know in Australia right now. I think there's going to be a lot more segregation. I think there's people that are going to have to, that, that live abroad, that are going to have to come back to the States. I think there's going to be a lot of road Scholars and people that are going to school in other countries that are going to be coming back. I think there's going to be a lot more push for, we need that wall, or maybe we should close down. I mean, already there, like, there's no inter international travel between right. at the borders. Like they're shutting down travel between Canada and, and the United States, things that are, I, I get all that. I don't think that's necessarily going to stop though. And that's, that's what concerns me is I think that there's going to be a point where they say that that's just a good idea. And this is to protect against the next one. The next one's going to be there. The same as look at how many people, you know, nine 11 was a handful of people that changed the entire world in how we yeah. tra in how we fly and how we travel the whole world changed because of in reality a handful of of people made history and i think that's what we're yep. looking at now i do also look at there's going to be a lot of political ramifications i'm genuinely concerned we may not have a presidential election this year right i think that that is going to come up that, that there's going to be Democrats saying, well, we can't have an election because we couldn't campaign. We couldn't do anything. There's just no way. And there's going to be Republicans who are like, well, we can't have a, a, a you know, we, we need our leader. We need to have a, 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 some stability. I, I, right. I really, I, I almost fear that the, the downfall of some, some of the few Democratic things we still do as a nation. I think people might pay more attention, though, if that's the case. Yeah, that's, yeah, I'm with you on that. So, 
Okay, we've been going for a long time here, bud. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw one uh, like my theory. Um, not that they would be, you know, not that this would be the headline on somebody that had passed away from this this virus, but my my stupid theory is that uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and go with methamphetamine kills coronavirus. I saw that on Twitter, dude. You're a fucking douche. <laughs> You know, but, okay, so uh, it's I, funny. I'm, I'm, it is. I'm a hack. Everybody knows that I'm a hack, and like the, one of the things that I thought of was like, I don't know if you're familiar with the the fan theory that Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead actually exist in the same universe. There's, I have there's read a, a couple of things, and actually, and then and that Harry Potter was part of that same universe too. Oh, okay, but that it it, it actually was the uh, the blue sky meth that started everybody down the road to the zombie apocalypse. Right. 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 So what I'm saying is like my, my, my dumb, the dumbness of the theory is like, of course, if you see somebody that passes away, they're not going to say, you know, he was an avid drug user, you know, functional meth head, you know, but you haven't not heard that. <laughs> That's fair. You know? And, you know, it wouldn't be weird if like just some, some doctor just got loose and he's like, you know, I, I haven't opened this drawer in a while. Not a doctor, but just somebody that got sick. I, mean, I haven't opened this drawer for a while, and they just got super stoned, and all of a sudden they were fine. You know, there's enough, you know, weaponized chemical bullshit and crank. Uh, I think somebody should try it. I'm I'm not volunteering, but <laughs> well, I mean, there's there's validity that's my, that's my there's stupid, validity to that theory, though. Theory. I mean, chemo is poison, right? Radiation is poison. We literally kill our own bodies to beat cancer. I don't know. If any, if any of your people, you know, decide they want to try us out and hit us up on Twitter, let me know. And let me know I called it. If so, so. You, want, you want the notoriety of that one? I'm not yeah. sure I'd want that, man. But no, I, I feel you. There is, there is, there, <laughs> I mean, who knows? Who knows what we're looking at? I mean, I don't know when a vaccine's coming. They keep thinking they've got some breakthrough and they're like, oh, never mind. Uh, right. You know. It's it's gonna happen. Oh, so it, you know, it turns out that uh, I I just I didn't I, I missed this one somehow, but I just re- realized yesterday that there's a a particular medication that they're that they've been batting around. I have to look at the name. I don't remember exactly, but it's uh, they're they're trying to you know push back on it because I want to say it might be like a rheumatoid arthritis drug that for people that. Is it, shoot, I, don't, I, I should have, before I said this, I should have looked it up, but um, there's a certain medication that's being batted around right now that's for a certain illness that if you take it for too long or like say you happen to take a little bit too me- too much or something, it can actually damage your retinas. So it's kind of in my wheelhouse a little bit. Um, it's not an actual eye problem. It's It's a side effect of a medication for another disease. And I thought that was kind of interesting that, you know, that that's, that's one thing that, you know, people are pushing back on like, a there are people that need that medication for their actual condition now. So we can't be pulling reserve medication over for this just to see or whatever. Right. Right. But also, you know, if, if it is effective against COVID, then you're not going to be taking it for five years like these other people would be. And therefore it will not affect your retinal health. Hopefully. Right. So, well, and and I mean, 
that was an interesting one. That's yeah, that's a little that's I, I had, that's new to me. I hadn't heard that at all. Um, you know, there's they're testing all sorts of things. Um, let's thank uh, let's thank Dr. Steve at Weird Medicine on Twitter. Um, <laughs> the, the guy's actually he's legit, you know, and I, not that he's definitely not the guy I'm looking for my moral compass here, but he throws out some interesting little articles. Like he's more he's more out there trying to trying to put a, a light on misinformation, being stupid or being ignorant, you know. And um, that was one. It, it wasn't wasn't really highlighting it. It was basically just saying like, yeah, you know, we don't know if this thing's effective, but don't worry about your retinas because you're not going to be on it long enough to there you go have that effect, you know. So that was just a little little factoid for your day. Well, well played. Um, <laughs> part of me, part of me wants to get into the the apocalypse shit a little bit again because something while you were saying all that occurred to me, and and I'm probably going to save that one because it's. It's out there even for me, but yeah. Um, Teaser spoiler. Yeah, maybe, actually, maybe, maybe here in a couple weeks we'll have to get in to to do an update and kind of get into that one. Because tell you what, the 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 key to all this, everybody, anybody who actually listens to this, which I will say my listenership is up, which is crazy. Um, that episode From I did was five Skyler. to seven. <laughs> right, <laughs> so you're the <laughs> you're the four. Um, <laughs> no, like uh, yeah. the episode with Skyler has done phenomenally well. Um, a lot of people have started listening in and, and paying attention to the one with Jobin because, man, that was a random ass episode. Uh, I do like these ones with other people. I do appreciate your time, man. Being on here has been for sure, man. It brings back some Fun. weird memories because fuck, we used to do yeah. this a lot. Yeah, so uh, I, I, I liked it, and I think you know I'm I'm a little I'm gonna go pour some more Gatorade on myself because you know for once I was like knowledgeable and coherent and you know hopefully no this I, was entertaining I, enough yeah hopefully <laughs> I mean we'll see who gets to the to the ninety minute mark but hey I'm good with it um, I have no idea what I'm gonna put musically on this because I have to ask permission I got some new L Town Raw I want to throw on it I got some new Cyber Goth Dance Party I want to throw on it I got some new Elite I want to throw on it I really don't know what to throw on this one so uh, you're gonna to have to check the credits uh, we do have stuff up on YouTube now with the we are looking on getting a big we've all started downloading Zoom and have started working on doing some video chatting so that we can try and get some more video for everybody uh, this one we just obviously decided to just do a phone phoner um, well let me. Let me say this too. Like, I, I don't have anything to plug anymore. Like, I don't, but I, but I wanted I wanted to tie the fact that I don't have Facebook anymore into what I was about to cap this with. Directly from an ER doctor, you know, participate. Limit your what you're looking at as far as you know the news and all that kind of stuff. Pick pick maximum two times. You sit down, get some info, and then leave it alone. Get some sleep. Try not to stress out. Uh, you know, go for walks, stay at home, you know, like participate in this whole thing. It, you know, it's not going to be that bad, hopefully. Yeah. But, you know, one thing I will say, like, if you're out there and you're already hardcore bummed about this, like, do yourself a favor and just delete your Facebook app for like two weeks and just see how you feel. Because, you know, it's one thing to go on the news and like, you don't get to choose that information. Facebook is basically you already chose all the pipelines of bullshit that are going to come into your face. Right. And, and, and all it does is depress you when you find out that your friends are morons. So just, just think about it, you know, go on Twitter, look at all the ridiculous stuff there, but that's not directed at you. You know, that's directed into the ether, you know, stay on your Insta, stay on your Snapchat, you know, be in touch and all that. Stay kind of connected. Stuff. Just don't, don't believe the bullshit, yeah. you know? And I, and yeah, I, but, here's but the I'm thing, telling like, you, 
and I've given you shit before for the fact that you can't do this, but people don't realize I've been on Facebook for what nine years, ten years. Very active. Yeah, well, didn't you? Didn't you and Zuckerberg go to college together? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, I am a big Facebook user. I always have been. But what people don't realize, guess what? I don't do the news feed. Never. No. I never check the news. Well, feed. okay. That that if if, if it's got to be that simple, do that. You know. I never do. Just I never check the news feed. I don't scroll through it. I don't do any of that shit. I get my first couple of notifications. I made sure I turn on the notifications for people that matter to me. That I want to see what they're posting. I want to see what they're saying. I want to keep up. But I use the fucking messenger. I actually contact people and check up on them. The same as I text, snap, send direct messages, whatever. That's what matters. That's what I use it for. And the rest of it is just business. And actually, dude, you'd be proud of me. I took my Facebook pages. I cut... (laughs) (laughs) I cut 67. 67 clients in the last two weeks. Jesus. So instead of having a hundred and nine, well, instead of having a hundred and nine Facebook pages, I have forty-two, because that is the answer to life, nice. the universe, and everything. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like I, I, I made a resolution. Like so, it was uh, New Year's nineteen. I decided I'm gonna really limit my use. So I'm like, I'm literally only gonna pop on Facebook if I'm traveling. So if I'm actually like going to do something different than my normal life, then I would pop it on take pictures, post pictures, all that kind of stuff. Fair. And then come around this year, um, especially after the the, the way uh, 19 ended, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And you know that you know that story. Yes, but, I do. Um, but the, uh, I just went, you know what? I'm, I'm full in. I, I know I'm happier because I don't get on there all the time. When I do get on there, like the fun, the stuff that I'm doing that's fun is fun. But then if I newsfeed it, I'm, I'm back in the same boat. So there I is just way too much stupid in this world. Yeah, deleted my yeah you Facebook, deleted it, so. which sucked because for a while they're like, man, it sure hurts the memes. You miss a lot, but I send you as much as I can. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. You're, you're definitely one of the one of the first frontliners over here for us. So thanks, man. Dude, appreciate it. Uh, we'll talk again soon. All right, all right. Stay safe. Amen. Yeah, All right, see you. Bye.